everyone. So I, I'm here actually with, you can see that there are like uh, mindful path as usual. And Alejandro is here with us. Uh, in the first episode of the year, because now it's 2019. And um, one cool thing is that I, we start this year with talking about kids and children. Right, that's because you know you can learn a lot about mindfulness, but you will know much more if you start uh, earlier. Right, if you know about the present. And uh, Elhana here made uh, actually. I think that the title of your mm -hmm. book is also a very nice quote. That is, the present is a gift. Right, he wrote an interesting book for children to teach mm -hmm. mindfulness to children. So, welcome to the present show. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. So if we could start, maybe you could uh, tell the, the audience a bit about yourself, your, your background, and what, what led you to mindfulness. All right. Um, so my background is uh, I'm a social worker. Um, and uh, a couple of years ago, I was working in an adult day program uh, for people uh, with uh, certain uh, mental health uh, needs. Um, and I discovered mindfulness while I was, while I was uh, there. And... Um, I facilitated groups as, as well as did individual counseling mm -hmm. and um, I created a mindfulness group and what we did in that group is uh, we ate pretzels um, as an example because it has a crunchiness saltiness so we did mindful eating the idea of accepting that you know taking things slow um, we did uh, drinking seltzer noticing the bubbles drinking slowly so it's sort of practicing not just gulping things down but taking things slowly, appreciating the flavors and all the sensations. Um, one of the things that was really inspiring to me was um, I ran two sessions, so like two semesters. Um, one of, the, one of the, the group members came back for a, a second semester and I asked him, and I guess this is really what uh, inspired me to really uh, focus on benefits of mindfulness I asked him you know what was the reason you, you came back and he said um because uh i like the idea behind mindfulness of not judging yourself and letting thoughts come and go um because this individual was really hard on himself uh, and the idea of, of of accepting yourself and being grateful to yourself and grateful to others i think really helped him and that really for me was um sort of like reminded me of how important it is. Um, and then, you know, I guess uh, years later, uh, I was inspired to, to, to write my book. But uh, another reason, so my book is a book on mindfulness, a picture book of mindfulness. Uh, it has uh, animals doing yoga poses. The yoga poses aren't perfect, but the idea behind that also is that it's not about being perfect. It's about doing the best that you can, right? And, and appreciating that. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was looking to do exercise and uh, my friend uh, Yoel told me about yoga. Initially, I was very hesitant. Um, but once I started going with him, I, I couldn't get over how amazing the practice was. Um, at the same time, I was going to uh, a gym and just the differences in terms of how people practiced was just uh, really amazing to me. Going to yoga and some of the poses uh, there was no way I can do uh, like the bends and stuff or uh, the handstand, the headstands. Um, I couldn't do, but there was no judgment. You know, they, the, the instructor, the teacher would come over to you and just remind you that you can do the best you do. I'll try to help you in your pose. 
but that's okay. However you do it, that's okay. And I was always reminded about that. Uh, and, and that's what really inspired me to write this book is, is those experiences. When I was a kid, a really young kid, um, I, I was always drawing. Um, and I never knew that I was practicing mindfulness. Um, but after a long day uh, of school, I'd go into my room and I would just draw for a very long time. And the idea is to be fully present, to sort of remove all distractions. And that, that to me, uh, it's what I was doing. I was drawing. Uh, and sometimes I was, you know, I was writing because I didn't want to think about the rest of the day. I wanted to just focus on the here and now. And um, to me, when I was a kid, it was very hard for me to focus on the present. I, I, I easily got distracted. Um, but for some reason, drawing really, uh, really helped me focus or, or writing really helped me focus. And I didn't think about anything else. Um, and it also reminded me that my drawings weren't great but they were um they were good enough and they 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 helped me so these are you know a little bit about me that that's my background which really helped uh you know inspire uh this book so the book has a combination of mindfulness yoga drawing and elements of this non-judgmentalness and it's a book for kids or is it a book for adults as well it's a children's it's a children's book uh for kids um um, but I think that uh, parents uh, or teachers um, reading this to their kids can can sort of learn lessons from it as well. Uh, I have different animals. I have uh, the first animal is a sloth, right, doing child's child's pose, um, and to, and the idea is to fully accept itself. And within the book, also each animal has an informative fact. So the informative fact about the sloth is that. It moves so slowly that bugs make homes in their fur, right? Because they're not moving so fast. So they allow other people, to, other things to benefit from them. Um, we also have um, uh, the, the, uh, the squirrel doing chair pose. And the idea on the squirrel is to be curious, to always be curious. And I think that um, kids remind us of that. And we can remind kids to fully be curious about what they're experiencing. Um, and the informative fact for the squirrel is that um, squirrel's teeth never stop growing. And the idea mm -hmm. is that they always have the opportunity to learn and to continue to grow. So even if, uh, in, even if their teeth sort of, you know, they wear them down a little bit because of all the work that they're doing or all the effort they're putting in, it grows back, so they have an opportunity to continue growing. I have, um, I have a, a wolf, and it's doing, um, it's doing downward dog, and I sort of picked that because it's a wolf. And um, I think that um, a theme that I really want to um, be strong about in this interview is the the wolf shares, uh, you know, the attitude of being grateful, um, and the informative fact about the wolf was that wolves howl to communicate and the, the mindfulness affirmation is uh something to the like of um i am grateful for who i am and i share that with others and what i learned about wolves and 
writing this book, making this book also helped me learn myself, um, is that wolves don't just, you know, howl um, just because they're actually speaking. Their howls, you know, depending on how they're howling, it, it means something. And being grateful, that's something that, that, that uh, just to go pull away from the book for, for a little bit, Writing this book, I worked with um, my wife, Allison. I worked with our, our, our friend, Tracy, who's a public school teacher. Um, and I'm grateful. They, they really helped me um, put this book together. I'm grateful for my parents for allowing me to be who I was as a kid and realize that as an adult, um, I'm grateful to um, Jorge and Hilario, who were the graphic designer, illustrator, team that took my 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 drawings to another level but re they respected my drawings and my art throughout the whole process mm -hmm. um you know I, I i'm i'm grateful to 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 uh my sons leo and oliver who without them i wouldn't have written book i as i said before i was always um i was always drawing and I never wanted to share that. My parents always encouraged me to, to go to art school or art, take art classes, I never wanted to. Once I had Leo, I started reading kids' books and I was inspired to do a project for, for, for Leo. And I started writing a book about the A's, A's BCs. Um, and I, that project, through the work with, uh, with Vanessa, my graphic designer for, for my first book, we turned it into a published piece of work. So then when I had my second son, Oliver, I wanted to do the president is a gift and the president is a gift um, is just something I'm very, very, uh, I'm proud of, of both my books, but I'm very proud of it. And I think that it teaches really good lessons. Um, I have several other animals. It's, it's, it's a short, shorter book. Um, but uh, one of the animals I also have is uh, mindful froggy mm -hmm. and uh, mindful froggy is um, teaches the idea of breathing in the moment and then breathing out. So, so really accepting this moment, breathing in, taking it all in, but also releasing it. Um, and the informative fact about Mindful Froggy is that it breathes through uh, its lungs, its skin, and its nose. So I, I, I love that idea. And I, I, uh, like, uh, like the, the, the wolf and all the other animals, I picked them for a certain reason. And fro Mindful Froggy is doing frog pose. So sort of connecting those ideas. And I really love the idea of the belly breathing. I think it's a really important aspect of mindfulness. Um, sometimes I try that with my kids. I very often try that with myself. Um, another animal in my book is the seal. Um, and um, the informative fact is seals have a, a layer of flubber, which keeps them warm in their environment. They live in really, you know, in the, uh, in a really cold part of the world but they fully accept themselves. So the mindful affirmation is I will fully accept myself. Um, and I've done a bunch of uh, author events and school visits this year. Um, one, you know, one of the school visits, I was in a, a fourth grade class and I asked the students if they connect with any of the ideas in the book. And one of the students in fourth grade, she shared that she was recently diagnosed with diabetes and she shared that this is really helpful for her because it, it reminds her that she has to really accept this. She can't not accept it. She has a diagnosis of, of diabetes and she has to accept the situation to help grow. And that to me was just amazing. So 
um, you know, for my, 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 um, my book to be able to connect with people, to inspire people uh, is really amazing. Um, and at the end of the book, um, I have um, a mindfulness, it's called mindful, uh, mindful practice page. So it has all the animals on one page. So every uh, single page you have uh, also suggesting how to practice at the same time, not only the, the yeah. but how to. Mm -hmm. every, every, page, um, every page has a yoga pose. Mm -hmm. um, and every page has a mindfulness affirmation so that you can learn from it. And the mindful practice page is the idea that you can view them all on one page and teachers or, or parents can sit with their kids and review that. So, uh, so the sentences aren't finished. So for example, the sloth example is I will take my time and not rush through and you can share an example. A kid mm -hmm. can an example for that day and it's a good reminder about uh you know, the practice yes uh and in my book i um i also worked with my friend amanda who's a, a yoga instructor i've been i was i have been practicing yoga for years but i have always beginner uh I, i'm not uh, a great uh great at yoga but I, I just loved it. I always appreciated it. Maybe I never wanted to be more than a beginner. Um, so in my book, the end pages um, are the actual yoga poses so that parents and teachers and kids could actually practice the, um, the, the, the yoga poses. And I worked with, with, as I said, I worked with my friend Amanda, who's a yoga instructor, who actually made sure that um, the animals are set up in a way that can actually be a form of practice. Yeah. So it starts in uh, child's pose and it ends in final relaxation pose. That's what we call it, final relaxation. So it starts with the sloth who's accepting this moment starting in child's pose and it ends with, um, with the cat uh, who's doing final relaxation pose. It's actually uh, relaxing. Um, it's actually relaxing on a, on a, on a mat. It's not a yoga mat because I want people to get the idea that it's not about what you're practicing on, but it's about um, it's about you know the practice itself, about taking the time, and the informative fact about um, about yep, yeah, the informative fact about uh, the cat is that cats sleep uh, 16 to 18 hours a day, so it really takes that time to relax. So, um, so that's really the the idea behind the book. Cool. The cats are mostly doing mindful eating and mindful sleeping. I would say that's uh, something. Yeah. As well too. Every. Yeah. Every. You know. Every. Every. Uh, everything that we experience, everything that we interact with, can teach us something, mm -hmm. even if we don't think that it that it could initially. And I picked animals because I love animals, and I also think that there are things that really people can really connect to. Um, but. Part of why I was thinking about animals also is because very often we view something like the squirrel. You know, I live in, in New Jersey, but I work in New York City. I see squirrels a lot. Um, and you can, we can just look at a squirrel and just continue on with our day. But if you focus on that squirrel and see what it's doing, see the work that it's doing, just pay a little bit more attention. It can remind us about the importance of really focusing on what we're doing and not rushing through. And working in New York City, it's very busy and sometimes we often forget about being focused, about uh, thinking about ourselves. In this day and age also, uh, with technology, with our phones, we very often 
forget about being in the moment. So animals really help remind us of that because the animals very often are overlooked in terms of what they're doing. But if we look at them, if we pay attention to them, they can remind us to, to really pay attention. And I think that <clears throat> this is something that we can teach kids, but also maybe part of why I, 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 I had this book made, I wrote this book, I published this book, was for parents and teachers and adults, or maybe myself, is to remind myself about being mindful, about being present, um, and that, you know, taking that time to be with the kids could remind me. Of that. And also, what, what I usually feel, I mean, I, I have two kids, right? And what I usually feel when mm-hmm. dealing with them is that uh, they are really focused uh, on things, one, but uh, on many things. So, like, they, they don't see the, the, the big picture. They miss a lot of particular, right? They just, you know, they focus on something for a couple of seconds and then their attention span is very low, right? Generally. And except if they're not watching the TV or not playing with the tablets or you know, console or whatever. But otherwise, <laughs> that is the only focus they get. All the rest, they just, something like missing a lot of things, right? So, and I'm always trying to understand how can I really let them pay more attention of things they're doing, right? How can they realize the consequence of their action or how they can realize, you know, how good is the moment they are eating instead mm-hmm. of just eating and in the same time thinking and moving and jumping and running around. So, and uh, it's still a mystery to me. What would you say? Yeah. <clears throat> I would say that that's a really good question that, and that's really, really difficult. Um, what we, tr- what would I try to do is, um, when sometimes when my older son Leo, because Oliver is really young, so it's hard. I don't. He can't really conceptualize anything. I think that just, um, you know, uh, reminding him about the little things that he does. Like Oliver recently started walking, and just reminded him and let him know, and just uh, experiencing that moment with him when uh, you start clapping, he starts clapping. Um, but with mindful Froggy, um, I. I've been practicing it with my son, Leo. So sometimes if Leo is uh, maybe excited or maybe a little bit upset, I ask him, I, I say to him, okay, let, let's practice, let's practice mindful froggy. How does he breathe? So Leo practices by right, fully in that belly breath and out. And he doesn't do it perfectly, but neither do I. And I think that that's a little bit of, um, of a, you know, of a reminder and to him, and hopefully he can grow from that. Hopefully I can grow from, from that. But when he's eating, right. Or when we're, when we're eating together, when we have those opportunities to help him pay attention, to point out the foods that he's eating, um, to really, you know, if there's a food that he might be struggling with to excite him about that and then, um, really support that. For example, uh, my wife and I have been working really hard on getting Leo, uh, uh, into uh, healthy foods. So sometimes if we have a really good cucumber, he before he takes the first bite, he says, okay, everybody, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Listen, listen. And he bites into it, and you hear that loud crunch, and you see the smile on his face. So, you know, supporting that. I think that hopefully from those little moments, uh, he gets from there. Uh, teaching kids is very different from teaching adults. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
from from my experience, mm-hmm. uh, kids are very sponge-like and they absorb a lot of information and a lot of the same habits that parents have or the environment that they're in. So if parents become more mindful and they start doing more mindful activities and incorporating it into their daily routines, then the kids will start doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you're saying with the, with the mindful eating, you know, every time you eat, just try to right, listen, smell, taste together. And those are little activities. But like you're saying with the animals, always good associations to do visualization with kids, the, the, the breathing, uh, I've done stuff with a bear, like a big bear filling up his, his stomach, his lungs, and letting it go. But mm. the frog, frog is great. So, I, I, Well, you know, from your, your experience, um, uh, I think we might, have, we might have shared this. It seems like you actually have hands-on experience. I'm more of informal, so we can definitely really learn from, from your experiences since you're really, you're in there with the kids, right? And you're teaching more, this is, uh, uh, this was something that was inspired by my kids. I don't have a lot of formal uh, training with my, you know, uh, mindfulness for kids. Um, you mentioned, <clears throat> you mentioned uh, a, a bear. I have a bear in my book um, who's doing happy baby pose. Um, and um, so not the same, not the same uh, idea. And I think that the idea of, behind mindfulness is just pulling in what we can from the animals or, or from just everyday examples. But, uh, in, in my book, uh, the, the, uh, bears doing, um, um, the bears is doing happy baby pose. Um, and the informative fact I shared about animal, about a bear is that, um, bears are one of the few mammals that can see in color. Um, and the mindfulness affirmation is that, um, I will pay attention to this, to the world in all its beauty. So sort of like mm-hmm. tying those things in together that, as I said before, that, you know, you, we have to put effort into paying attention to those little things. And if we do, we'll see beauty. We'll see amazingness, right? If we really focus on being with our kids. If we really focus on what we're doing when uh, we're commuting to work, if we really pay attention to uh, those things that we don't normally pay attention to, we can really learn and, and, and see the beauty in things. So a different idea for, for, from you, but I think, you know, in terms of having that bear and sharing the idea, things that, you know, that's in my book too. So it's nice that you shared it, but, you know, I, w- I would like to, you know, hear more about, um, you know, mindful Pat, um, examples you know from from your experience you know what it's like to actually um teach kids in a formal way what's that like it's it's definitely a challenge uh but also an opportunity not all the kids are very receptive to it in the beginning but sort of the motivation that kept me going with it is that a lot of the kids even at young ages are already stressed Mm. already saying that they have problems that they're worried about how they look what other people think about their grades stress in the family and things like that Uh, you have to try to make all the activities fun Uh, you have to also like you're saying uh, and i really like that about your book is to be non-judgmental about yourself because if you're in this formal adult setting you know you have to behave a certain way but with kids, you kind of got to let it loose and, and let the inner animal come out, so to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but definitely a lot of games, a lot of things that involve more movement, less contemplative exercises. Uh, and and the, the biggest obstacle I think is there's always kids in a certain group that are loud and don't want to be there and are trying to, to jump in and not have their eyes closed and things like that. Mm-hmm. So what I learned to do is, you know, just approach those kids in front of everybody and say, okay, if you don't want to be in this practice, that's okay. But you know, you l- let's leave the room and then we'll let the others practice. And that happened for a few sessions for, for a few months. And then mm-hmm. finally the kids wanted the relaxation time. They wanted to be silent. They wanted to practice that that became sort of the norm and the cool thing, which led to having the other kids who are leaving the, the classroom to start wanting to participate and, and actually follow the practices. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. But so, I'll, I'll be happy to, uh, to you know, share some other stuff, but Lele, sure. No, I, so let's, uh, let's start maybe the, the mindful minute, if we can, at the end, with something we can do. All, like everybody that maybe has kids at home or who is a teacher at school, can, is it the best mindful minute we can do uh, So uh, with, uh, with our kids? Anything you would like to share? <clears throat> so um, I would like to, you know, take this opportunity to share um, just uh, uh, again to, to demonstrate uh, mindful froggy, which I had made um, yes. to accompany the book. It doesn't come along with the book, um, but um, you know, if anybody ever expresses interest, I can work with them on having one made. I connected with, uh, with Jen on the website Fiverr and she's an awesome person and she worked with, work really hard with me on creating this. So um, <clears throat> Mindful Froggy teaches um, belly breathing, right? So, yeah, and I think frogs really uh, exemplify uh, that, that taking that big breath. You know, we want to breathe through, you know, we want to pull it in. We don't want to just breathe from, you know, we, we, we don't want, we don't just want the short breaths. So we're just practices. So, um, we breathe in, then breathe out. Breathe in, then breathe out. So just taking a moment every day to maybe doing one or two breaths, maybe three breaths, and just uh, and then just taking those breaths and then resuming what you're doing. And feeling the belly growing. I love that. <laughs> I love Thank it. you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. And Perfect. all this information can be actually found. There is a website. So we put the below all the links to, uh, you know, the present is a gift. We put the links to uh, the Facebook group that Erkanan has. Um, so you can actually yeah. keep in touch with him and you can actually ask more questions or actually see all the information about the book and perhaps future books that are going to be drawn by you so we wish there would be more animals there are so many animals that you will never end up without i guess um so thank you so much for sharing um because it's uh yeah it's it's a gift in itself right the this purpose what you started doing it will bring certainly a lot of uh, uh, awareness and, and positivity so that's cool yes and 
Thank you, and I'm very grateful uh, for both of you for, for having me on the show, and I look forward to seeing amazing things from this show and from both of you uh, in 2019. So this year should be a great year. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks everyone. So much.